Yes, yes, check. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast, the most inclusive podcast in the entire world. Uh, I'm glad you could make it. I'm glad you could be here with us, with Wha. And uh, you can just walk your little pretty toes right on down, huh? You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're back at it for another week. I didn't do a podcast last week, and I'm sure the majority of the population couldn't care any less. Maybe there's probably a couple people that said, hey, what happened to that petty guy? And uh, here I am, dude. Here I am. Um, I've, I found this pattern of, because I find people online that I really enjoy, but then it'll even happen. I actually noticed it because there was this model there's, I don't remember her name because these people aren't real humans. Uh, there's this IG butt model that I was just super into. And one day I just realized I was annoyed with her posts because she posts every day and it's just the same thing every day. And then I realized, okay, I post the same thing every single day. So in my mind, I'm going, well, I want to be consistent. You know, like I want to outwork the next guy, but then I got to think like, okay, well, if I put this into a scope, for instance, like a dating or uh, in any sort of dating or professional spectrum, right? If you just pile on, if you don't let the other person breathe, the other person being the people following my page, if I don't kind of just pull back and let people's timeline not have my pasty Deutsch face, uh, maybe that'll be annoying. So I hope since I've been kind of laying off the gas, I even made an extra profile I'm pretty sure my main's going to get nuked pretty soon. I've actually moved over to Rumble as well. Um, Rumble's pretty nice because they have this feature where you can just unload. You basically sync your YouTube channel with Rumble. It's a one-button thing. Um, I don't really understand the platform that much yet, but uh, you know, there's a lot of big people going over there. And there's a lot of people just like in the space that I'm operating in uh, going over there. So I want to be able to catch Kit that way um, because, yeah, I'm just getting more unplugged from the narrative and not even in a political sense, just like a philosophical and worldview sense in general. Like, um, I feel like I was talking about something. I forgot. doesn't matter. Um, I feel like I was talking about one thing and it led me down the rabbit hole. And usually that's a good thing. Cause sometimes it's a little hard to do these podcasts. Then other times you just got all these thoughts bottled up. I think I was just talking about how I didn't do a, uh, a podcast the week before because I wanted to let things breathe and, how I noticed, I, if I got sick of this girl's butt, for sure people are going to get sick of me. So, um, yeah, uh, go follow my other page. It's Lord Petty underscore with two underscores. And then uh, follow me on Rumble. I think I'm going to make a getter too, just because I realize I can't, I can't win against this system. Um, I have too many strikes going on. And, uh, because I, I can't reel it back, you know? It's like once you take that red pill, once you take that red pill, when I say red pill, I'm not even talking about politics, okay? It just kind of, if somebody, if you just get like a blue pill normie-ass guy, yeah, he's typically going to be a, I want big government, you know, happy wife, happy life type guy, just somebody that's so like clueless how the fucking world works, um, which that's usually going to trans translate into like being a super liberal guy, but I'm just kind of getting sick of politics in general because it's not been doing me any good. And I would rather kind of spread the information that I've learned over the last, you know, 10 years about um, just disconnecting from what we think is the norm and how 
it just doesn't serve you, you know, because I've never, whenever I see somebody talking shit to me or it's ba- it basically boils down to this. The people that tell me how my views in life are wrong are always the ones that are complaining about the quality of their own life. You know, I'm happy. I don't, um, I've completely unsubscribed from the idea of getting married and buying a house and having the white picket fence and working for some company and retiring there because, uh, one getting married makes no sense for guys anymore. Like I'd be, I'd be down to do the traditional thing just so if I do fall in love with the girl, she can feel like, okay, he actually cares about me and yada, yada. But getting the government involved, is just, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. There's no benefit for anybody really. You know, it used to be, I mean, when, when wives weren't working and were, you know, run the household and people would be married for 20 years and the guy would go out and screw around on her and just leave her high and dry. Yeah, those divorce laws made sense, but we're living in a different world now, you know, and you just really, it's not that I just don't trust people or that I have this weird thing towards women. I just understand women and, um, I don't want to be put in a position to where that'll come back and bite me. It's just like we you see a lot of people, you know, I'm 32 and I, I know when I get into my, <laughs> when I hit 40, it's going to be because all through my twenties, I was going to all these weddings and stuff like that. People are going to start getting divorced in their forties and I think it's just going to pop off again. So I'm trying to get, uh, I'm trying to really build through my thirties. I'm not focusing on like a lot of people. I can't hang out with a lot of dudes anymore because all these dudes talk about is, their girl problems or how they don't want to go to work. And I don't want to be in that boat at all. I'm so disconnected from the idea of going and working for some company and having a 401k. It's like, you can't keep up with inflation. Look at the inflation costs. Look at, uh, like if, if you save, I mean, put money in your savings account, it's worth like 9% less than what it was every year. So unless you, you know, buy assets and invest that money, but you got to have a high enough income to be able to buy assets. So that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people they'll have like, you know, a thousand dollars. They think, Oh, well I need to invest this. So even if you get a 10% return on that, okay. Now you spent all that time researching stocks and bonds and yada, yada. And then at the end of the year, you made a hundred bucks if you get lucky. So, you know, you got to have a high enough income to be able to buy assets. But, um, money's a strange concept, dude. And I'm, I'm learning it. I'm learning it like anything else, but I'm basically just learning. There's all this money circulating. You just got to kind of dip your greedy hand in there and uh, be of value. And you know, the whole trading time for money just doesn't make sense to me. Just a lot of people, I mean, I'd say at least 95% of people are bought into this idea of getting a, getting a good paying job, working there, having that stability, getting married, and none of that shit's appealing to me. Um, straight up, dude. Um, but you know, it's not like those people aren't welcome in this podcast because this is the most inclusive podcast on the internet. And I want to keep it that way. You know, so you know what I don't want to keep that way though is all these weird ass teachers. I don't even want to talk about them. I'm sure everybody saw that dude with the huge tits. Am I in the clear yet? Am I in the clear yet to start talking raunchy? But I don't even feel like talking raunchy. I got to grow the fuck up, dude. I had this midlife crisis the other day. It's like, oh, I'm this dude talking about, oh, lick my balls, this and that on the internet. It's like, all right, well, <laughs> where's that gotten me so far? You know, it gets me the quick laughs, but um, 
it's just battling these platforms. Like I, I don't get doubts in my head about myself, about my own talents and my own work and my own drive. I have doubts about the system just won't allow me to pop really pop off. And so I need to like take what I know and what I'm good at and just maneuver that in the way where I can slip past the radar because the way things are going, it's scary. And that's why I moved over to the rumble. Um, you know, and luckily I hate that like Steve will do it, got nuked. I hate that, you know, the Tates got nuked and more people have gotten nuked. But at least with these really big guys going over there, it'll bring a lot of other people over. And um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully that'll be dope. Uh, one thing that really pissed me off recently, there's an organization and I, and I know a couple people in it. It's called Gays Against Groomers. And what it is, it's specifically a group of gay people, right? A group of homosexuals that are against the sexualization of children. Basically, they're against pedophiles hiding under the LGBTQ umbrella. And what could be a more righteous thing, you know, than people... I mean, that's what should happen. When you look at, like, you know, a lot of the shit going on in the ghetto, it'd be a lot better for a lot of black people to come out and actually speak out against that behavior publicly and actually have these instead of a BLM that takes a bunch of money and doesn't do anything for the ghettos, it'd be good to have these organizations of, you know, people that come from these neighborhoods to say, Hey, we need to stop killing each other and yada, yada, yada. And that's basically what, um, in a totally different spectrum, that's what this gays against groomers organization is doing. And, you know, I know Jamie, I know, I think Hagatha is a part of it. Um, I know Evan, he's in there. Um, so I know, and these are just good people and their whole thing I and mean, their trolls, they come from, you know, they were part of the, the 2020 meme wars, the based red pill meme wars. And so their whole mentality is, you know, they're unplugged people themselves, but you know, they're gay. So that's their community. And for them to come out and say, we don't want weirdos hiding within our community and exploiting and mutilating children and shit like that. And they get labeled anti-trans extremists. Like it's just wild. It's the wildest shit ever. I mean, the word extremist means nothing. I mean, the word racism already lost its power like five years ago, minimum. But the word extremist, like I straight up say like, oh yeah, I'm a right wing extremist nowadays because fuck it. What the hell else am I going to be? Somebody that's stupid. And I don't even like these like really, really, really far right wingers. I don't like them. I straight up don't like them. Unfollow me, unsubscribe from my podcast. I mean, they're good people. I would rather live next to a, you know, big old two a Christian. And that's not even what's wrong with them. It's just more like the, a lot of times you meet these just like old, like these white guys in their fifties who kind of have this like bullish bully attitude. Like you won't knock them the fuck out. And, uh, they're just very arrogant. They're very arrogant and entitled. Um, so I don't like that shit, but, uh, that's a different convo. Um, but yeah, so the gays, gays against groomers organization, they got kicked off of, they had their Twitter deleted a couple times, but I think they actually did a lawsuit to get it back. And I might be wrong. Don't quote me on that. That might be, that might be dangerous disinformation. Uh, but they got their PayPal's, they got their, uh, their PayPal. And it's just crazy how all these tech companies work together. It's crazy how the tech companies work together. And I don't think, um, I think it's just because the lunatic lefties are so loud because I imagine to run any sort of business, you have to be rel relatively smart. You know, you don't just 
rise to the top for being a complete idiot. And so you got to think that, you know, somebody like Mark Zuckerberg and these people running these big tech companies that they are way out of touch with reality. So they only see the loudest voices and the loudest voices are signing a bunch of petitions and being pissed off saying, oh, we don't like these people. So they're like, okay, well, we got to make money. We got to keep our sponsors. So you got these big corporations, which are out of touch, who are in cahoots with the tech companies who are sponsoring things. So the corporations are saying, okay, remove these people from your platforms because it looks bad next to our brands. And so anybody really speaking anything that goes against that narrative, they're getting nuked. And so you get a bunch of crazy lunatics calling a bunch of gay people that don't want pedophiles uh, taking advantage of children. You get them calling gays against groomers right-wing anti-trans extremists, you know, and that's the point where we've gotten to. Um, and the fact checkers, you know, like what the fuck's a fact? Who are the fact checkers? You can't go online. If you go online, you go, oh, who's the fact checkers? You say, oh, it's third party. You know what it is? It's the government. Because that's what the government, they came out. If you listen to that Rogan, if you listen to that Rogan episode with, uh, I just said his name, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg said, set up that the FBI came to Facebook and said, hey, there's going to be a lot of disinformation about the Hunter Biden laptop. You guys need to monitor this. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll do that. And then it turns out that the laptop was real, obviously, just like everything else, you know? And um, it's weird because then you get all these people on the left saying, I don't want to turn this into a politics thing. It's just like the fabric of society that we're talking about at this point, not even politics. I don't give a fuck who you vote for at this point. Because uh, you just got, you got to expect that at least more than half the population is stupid, you know? If something becomes the main narrative, it's probably wrong because the majority of people are stupid. So if everybody has an opinion that is the same, that means it's probably wrong. Because if everybody agrees, statistically, there's more stupid people than not. So if everybody's agreeing on something, you got to really start asking questions and probing into the issue. But um, yeah, I don't remember what I was talking about. I think I was going to go down the point of Mog Zuckerberg. But yeah, leave gays against groomers alone, man. They're doing... They're doing good shit. They're such trolls, though, too. They're hella funny. <laughs> um, I've been watching this show. Uh, I've been watching this show called 60 Days In. There's a new season, if you're not familiar with it. It's basically where they take normal people and they put them in jail. And they have these camera crews that kind of look like locked up bra or whatever. And uh, they have all the jail surveillance cameras as well. And so people know that there's camera crews in there, so... Obviously, there's a lot of suspicion, but I was kind of wondering, I mean, do you actually need the people? Do you really need the people to go in there? Why can't you just have, I mean, if people can sit there and monitor a Walmart, some guy stealing a Chingy CD or a, like a Bubba Spark CD, whoever shops at Walmart, um, you know, if they can catch people going in there and filling their backpacks full of stuff, um, why don't you take those people and put them on the cameras looking over the jail and there see how, where the drugs are coming from. It'd be a lot cheaper than getting all these and a lot safer than getting all these people and planting them in jail. It makes no sense, dude. It's just for entertainment. I do like watching these. Just, I would not fare well in jail. I'm not going to lie, but, uh, that's for obvious reasons. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of jail, I've been watching this uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm just talking about all the TV I watch. Wow, awesome podcast guy. I've been watching the the show about Jeffrey Dahmer. 
And here's the thing about Netflix, okay? I only ever watch Netflix when I'm eating. I don't ever watch TV unless I'm eating. Um, I don't like just eating in silence. I don't like hearing my like mouth and stuff. It grosses me out. So I always have to watch something on TV. So I throw on a little bit of Netflix and uh, I keep seeing this Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Like, man, I've watched a ton of serial killer, killer stuff. I've fucked enough white girls to watch enough serial killer stuff. And so I put it on. And uh, my homie from Angel from Operation Butthurt, he, <laughs> he posted a tweet the other day. He said, uh, don't watch Dahmer while eating hot dogs. And I didn't really know what he's talking about. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even know Jeffrey Dahmer was gay. But it's basically just a bunch of dudes. You know, there's a bunch of gay shit and a bunch of blood, which are two things that I do not enjoy seeing that much. And it has nothing to do with that I have a problem with gay people. I fucks with gay people. I've said this before. It gives me the same sensation as seeing two women fight or get or watching a woman getting beat up in general. It gives me that same sensation of just seeing two dudes kiss. So I'm sitting there like trying to eat watching this show. But the problem is if I wanted to lose weight, I would watch this fucking show because he's got frozen femurs in the freezer and he's like eating people's hearts and stuff. And I'm sitting there trying to chow down some fucking chicken while I'm watching him bleach a pelvis and eating, eating human gizzards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's so gross, dude. And I'm tired of people. I'm tired of grown ass people going, Oh, my parents got divorced. Oh, so I get a free pass to be a huge asshole. No, nah, fuck you, dude. All our parents are divorced. Our entire generation, our parents are divorced. That's why, you know, if you are going to get married, be very smart about it, dude. Be very, very, very smart about it. And a lot of, it's still sad because you get a lot of guys, you know, a lot of women settle down because they feel the clock ticking. And then a lot of guys settle down just because they don't have other options because they're so fucking clueless. Um, I saw a video earlier where it was at this baseball stadium and it kind of cuts. You don't really see what initiated the whole interaction, but it's a guy it's this lady, this like kind of bigger white Karen looking lady with her boyfriend or husband sitting to her left. And then this black guy who looks like, you know, Ace Hood or something is standing in front of her face and they got, got their fingers in each other's face yelling at each other. You can't really understand what they're yelling or what it's about. But then this dumb bitch punches him in the face. And the whole time while she's yelling, you know, while the lady and the black guy are yelling at each other, the husband's just sitting there. The fact that he, like, this is how lost dudes are. This is how lost men are. These, like, happy wife, happy life guy. He's more scared to, like, step on his wife's toes. That she's He's more scared that she's going to yell at him than he's worried about her pissing this guy off and he's going to get killed. Like, if you're running around with some girl that is either mouthing off to other men that's going to put you in a position where you're going to have to fight for her because she's going to want to be all strong, independent female until it comes time to start throwing punches. And you're like, oh, well, a real man will stick up for me. Nah, fuck that. A real man has options and isn't going to deal with that. Because what's going to happen then, if you fuck the guy up, now you're going to go do five years in prison and then she's going to have a different black guy in her bed the whole time because she's not going to wait for... Women can't be alone for five years and, and at that age. and Or the guy fucks you up and you're going to be like blind in your eye for the rest of your life. It's just not good. Like women don't understand the consequences. If you get in like a physical altercation, like they just don't understand. They don't, 
they don't live with that. I mean, women live with the fear of walking down a dark alleyway and getting sexually assaulted. Men live with the fear of killing each other. And either way, that isn't good. Like, even if you win the fight, you know, you're going to go to jail and then you're going to get out. You're going to be a felon. You won't have a driver's license. You won't be able to have a job. It's just not going to be good. And it's just a, a spiral, you know? And so if you're dealing with women that put you in a position to where you're either going to lose freedom or health, dump that hoe, bro. Or if she's entertaining a bunch of guys, right? If she puts, if she's entertaining a bunch of guys to where it puts you in a position where you're getting tested because think about it. If, if you know, if, if a girl you think is attractive has a boyfriend and if you don't know the boyfriend and she's giving you signals, you're still going to pursue it. You're going to pursue it. And then if the fucking boyfriend is there, you're going to, you're going to assume if she's doing that, he's this big beta bitch. So you're going to test him, you know, and then he's going to have to stand his ground if he's going to do that. So if you're that guy and you're dealing with some woman that has no boundaries and she's putting you in a position where a dude's going to want to test you. Now she's putting you, you know, in a situation where that could go off the rails. And, um, it's just not good, dude. You don't want to keep, uh, you don't want to keep women like that in your life. And I don't know if I finished even talking about the video, but basically what happens is she put her hands in this guy's face and then he starts unloading on her, which I'm kind of torn on that. Like you can't control. He shouldn't have been doing that, but also I'm expecting him to do that because why is he even up there yelling in her face to begin with? You know, I would have just been like, all right, fuck you. C word. And, walked away because I'm not going to beef with these idiots, you know, but a lot of people like, especially these dudes that grew up in the hood, they grew up without dads. They grew up with emotional mothers. Like that's the problem. Like these really gangster dudes, if you really think about it, these really gangster hood dudes, if you really look at their behavior patterns, it aligns with women. Because the same thing. Women will yell at each other. They'll fucking, but, but you get these genetically big guys because, you know, bad things happen in history to the black bloodlines. So you get these genetically just big guys with a lot of testosterone who were raised in fatherless homes by emotional women. So they grow up. So the norm to them is just popping off and that's how they end up in jail and shit. It's sad, but, um, like I saw another video today. I saw another video today of a police shooting and it was just so exhausting it was so exhausting to see it because you could tell the guy wasn't a bad guy. Um, but basically there was a fight that broke out and he broke the like glass at a convenience store and he was drunk. And then the cop rolls up and the cops like, you know, doing what cops do, asserting his dominance. And then, so the black guy, he goes and he shakes the cop's hand, say, Hey, you know, how you doing? Trying to be normal. And then the cops asking, okay, what's going on? Obviously there was an assault going on. Somebody's going to get, get arrested. And then the black guy goes, oh no, I, I can't, I can't, I can't be detained right now. I can't be detained right now. And he starts resisting. He starts resisting and one thing led to another and the guy ended up getting shot because he got tased. He was resisting. Then he lunged at the cop and turns out he had a gun in his waistband. So it's like, I would way rather take my chances with a judge or try to hold my own in jail than try to go toe to toe with the cop on the street. Like that's just stupid, you know? And as long as we keep propagating this, this, this mindset, this mindset to where, you know, all cops are racist, fuck the police, blah, blah, blah. And then we push that in these neighborhoods where there's no accountability. People are going to keep making these mistakes and getting themselves hurt, you know? And it's just very sad to see because, you know, then some young black dude gets his life taken for no fucking reason. Um, 
I mean, it, it, I just don't understand if we know, because then the people that want to just strictly always blame the cops, um, let's let's just say it is 100% always the cops' fault. Let's just say hypothetically, right? Which it's not. But let's say even if, even if it is always the cops' fault, if we know that the cops are trigger happy, why would you resist? You know what I'm saying? If I know that there's a wild pit bull, I'm not going to get near it. I'm going to stay within the length of this dog's leash. Or if I know that there's alligators in a river, I'm not going to jump in the river. If we know, I am deathly afraid of cops. When I get pulled over, it's two hands on the wheels. Yes, sir. What do you need? Step by step. And then if I do, I've, you know, I've gotten in my trouble. I've gotten in my trouble. And then you take it up in court, dude. You don't try to argue with the cop right then and there. We, it, we push this narrative that, it's just always the cops and there's no accountability. People keep getting hurt. They mean well, right? These like naive white libs, these just completely emasculated, zero testosterone having white liberal men that'll be like, oh, you know, fuck the police, blah, blah, racism. It's like, dude, you don't understand what these cops are dealing with every day. And then you don't understand what you're perpetuating by telling black people that nothing's their fault. You know what I mean? I don't know, dude. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about Adam Levine really quick. Is that his name? Adam Levine, the Maroon 5 guy? Uh, because this is another unplugging moment, right? This is another moment of disconnecting from the Matrix in my mind because everybody's coming after this guy, calling him a huge scumbag. And I don't know the ins and outs, and I think he is kind of a scumbag because he, he was just kind of weird talking about... If you don't know what happened, which you you might not, I would say you're living under a rock, but you might be living under a great rock. The guy from Maroon 5 cheated on his wife with this Instagram model. And I used to follow her. She's super hot. He cheated on her and they had an affair for like a year. Then, of course, you get all the feminists coming out. Oh, you dirtbag. Oh, dirtbag. And nobody's blaming the chick, right? Nobody, Nobody's putting any blame on the woman that knew that the guy was married. Nobody cares, right? But anyways, in my book, they're both equal. They're equals. Actually, she's more of a piece of shit, and I will get to that. Because we don't know what the arrangement is with Adam Levine and his wife, right? Because this is just... I mean, you see it all the time. When you see a high-value guy, like, women would rather share a cool guy than have some dork to themselves. You know what I mean? So this has just always been by nature in general. Like, that's why dudes will have multiple baby mamas and shit like that, you know? And um, we don't know the arrangement. I mean, you you haven't heard Adam Levine's wife speak out because maybe that's the arrangement. Maybe she gets to be Adam Levine's wife. And I know she was a Victoria's Secret model, but hello, looks fade, okay? Looks fade. And like for a guy, you can have a good run from the time you're like 18 to fucking 55 if you take care of yourself and you do like, you can have a good run. With women, there it's a lot quicker peak and a lot harder crash. It's just nature, you know? And so when you get a guy like Adam Levine who can basically have any girl he wants, maybe that's somewhere in the contract to where she just gets to be a stay-at-home mom at this point, raise the kids, and he gets to, out there, gets to go out there and stick his dick and stuff. We don't know what the arrangement is, okay? We have no idea. Um, but here's where the chick, the young model, the one that he was cheating with, this is where I don't get where she's getting this pass. Like she's this innocent because one, she obviously knew the guy was married. Okay. And then two, she could have just messaged the wife and let her know. 
But what she did is she publicly blew up this family, right? She publicly blew up this family for clout. Because even if, even if Adam Levine and his wife had an arrangement where he gets to like diddle doddle around, now because of public pressure, because it'll make his wife look stupid, now they have to tear that family up. Just because so this Somner chick, the younger one that he was cheating with, could have got some clout off of it. And that's why you just, you know, <laughs> be careful, guys. Be careful. Dow, I'm going to say about that, dude. Just be careful, man. These, these chicks are a wildin', dude. If you want to make some serious money, um, what I'm suggesting at this point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tie up all my money into, I'm going to figure out what single women in their 40s buy. I'm going to really figure out, <laughs> because when this Instagram generation when this Instagram generation of all these like chicks who think they can just go through their twenties and even in their early thirties, like partying, then eventually find some guy and settle down. They're like, Oh, well I'll settle down when I'm 35. And it's like, okay, well, what you don't understand. They'll be like, they think they're going to find some rich 35 year old. Right. But the rich 35 year old, why would he want you when he can have the younger, funner 25 year old? Because the more high, the more options, the more high value you are as a guy, the more options you have. So why would the guy take, it just makes no sense. So you're going to have a lot of these girls, you're going to have a lot of these girls who just were thirst trapping on the internet because any like respectable guy, he's not going to want some chick. Like women are concerned about a guy's future. Women are concerned about a dude's future and dudes are kind of worried about a girl's past. You know, don't burn me at the stake for this, but it's just kind of, you know, if you know if you know your chick went around and fucked the whole football team in college, you're not gonna marry her. And if a girl thinks that you're just gonna grow up and not do shit, she's not gonna want to marry you. You know, where if it's vice versa, where if the guy fucked the whole volleyball team, it doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter if the chick's gonna grow up and not doing it, doing it, do anything because you kind of want her to not do anything anyways, so you can take care of her and she can raise the family while you're at work. That's the perfect scenario for most guys. Unless you got these weird like femme boys, you know? <sighs> I don't know, dude. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. But so I think because all these chicks are getting all this attention now, then it's going to go away. And then nobody's going to want to marry them. And at least not the guys that they really want. The guys that they really want aren't going to want them because they're going to have the younger, funner options, you know? Just is what it is. They're gonna have the option to the younger girls who are smart enough to realize from the from the OG. Because right now the girls my age are the OG Instagram generation, and they're in their early thirties, and so all that attention is now going to you know the girls that are in their twenties. Those are the new IG thoughties, and so uh, you know they're like, oh, I need to blah 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 blah. No, bitch, you're gonna be sitting at home with your cats. And uh, talking about where the real men at because it, it, girls want like a girls want a, a, a six foot something guy. They want somebody that's six two that makes a hundred grand a year. Like only like fourteen percent of this population, only fourteen percent of the entire population is over six feet tall, and only half the half the population is men. So let's say you know let's be generous and say maybe maybe ten percent of the population is six feet tall. And then how many people at the median income in the United States is like 50 grand. So how many of those people are making over a hundred thousand? Let's say, uh, you know, let's say 4% of the population. 
only four, like 4% of the population, those numbers might be very wrong, but only like 4% of the population is uh, six feet making $100,000 a year. And so you get these women like, oh, I deserve this. Oh, I'm a 10. I'm like, no, like you're, you're delusional. So they're all going to get old and lonely and have a bunch of cats and buy a bunch of wine and do all this stuff. So I'm going to dump all my money into that economy, whatever it is, they're going to be buying like mental health pharmaceuticals and stuff like that. And it'll be revenge for all the OnlyFans money that they made from men. I'm going to, I'm going to get all the money that these women made from the simp ass men on OnlyFans. I'm going to make back by investing in uh, pharmaceuticals and mental health professions and stuff like that. Anyways, um, I think we're going to call it. Um, I have one more thing on my notes here, uh, which is when I grew up in Germany, that there was a smoking corner. And I thought that that was hilarious because my high school was fifth grade to 10th grade. Well, 10th grade was actually optional. I remember looking at the 10th graders thinking like, oh, they're so old. But it, yeah, it was fifth grade through uh, ninth grade primarily. And there was a smoking corner, dude, like where the kids would go and smoke in the Deutschland. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that here in the United States. That was such a culture shock when I came to the United States. I remember the word appropriate. Like if I had to hear the word appropriate one more time, they'd be like, oh, you need to have. Da, 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 da. It's not appropriate. I don't know. I'm exhausted. I'm over this podcast. Uh, please do me a favor and uh, leave a rating. Subscribe if you listen this deep. You're a real one. I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, because if you sign up for long format, you sign up for long format. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Please follow me on all the platforms. Follow me on Twitter because I can talk a lot of shit on Twitter. Twitter is really fun. And uh, I'll be posting the Rumble links and stuff like that soon. I'm so shadow banned on everything, dude. It's incredible. You'll probably, I'm probably just screaming into the void right now. Even though my YouTube subscribers keep going up, the views keep going down because they're hiding my shit because they all work together. It's like how they nuked Andrew Tate. They nuked them all at once. They all worked in cahoots and nuked them at once. So I think what happens is the tech companies, they track your IP. Because as soon as I posted a video with Hagatha, like my shit was climbing, steadily climbing. And then all of a sudden I posted a video with Hagatha, got 200,000 views within 24 hours. And then ever since I've posted shit since then, like nothing's getting any views because he realized, oh, this guy's a right wing extremist transphobe or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I'm out Dipia. Leave a rating and buy my book. Thank you. Thinking that I ain't gon' feel it. Yeah. I just hit red in my sister. Yeah. I just in that black, but I piss. Yeah. Been turned red, did it by the bus. Yeah. I ain't never give a fuck about the bitch. Everybody sitting outside, we gon' catch her. Like we gon' lurk in the night. Yeah. It's a portable dude, so the walk with the one in the rain for the foot of my sprite. Yeah. All of my dominates shining, got new check from Ellie, don't take come inside. Yeah. Every time I pull up, I'm just stuck in my dick like this shit was a prize. Yeah, I just put up inside of the bed, but it's all good, little bitch. You better know that I'm working the curb. I got a big old block with a switch. Don't get you a mop. I got a big AR with a laser. Go stretch your top. I don't need get no vote. You saying, little bitch, I'm high as a mom. Yeah. I got a big old crib. See me inside the bird. Little kid talk.
talking that shit. Now I can't say no words. I'm on big boy lit. I just put up in that yards. Yeah. I just ain't running my sister. Yeah. I just put up that black, but I piss. Yeah. Pay a trip, but did it by the bus. Yeah. I ain't never gonna fuck with the bitch. Everybody sitting outside, we'll catch you a lap, we'll lurk in the night. Yeah. The portable dudes that I walk with, the one in the rain for the foot of my spark. Yeah. All of my diamonds shining, got new check from Melly, don't take comments off. Yeah. Every time I pull up, I'm just stuck in my day like this shit was a prize. Feeling the cool blue swing. I got that big old chain. They can be fuck with my slang. They can't even fuck with the game. You a ill, you lame. I just put up on them for the frame. In the belly, I got a mosaic. Me and you, yeah, not one the same. Molly Perkins, that shit go insane. Made the money go up, made the money go down, made that shit disappear if you lame. Fell off in the bed by the talking, little bitch, you just know that I'm whipping the brain. Ain't never fuck with nobody at all, little bitch, I just rock with the game. Ain't never switch on my bro, my twist, little bitch, I ain't staying the same. Yeah, I just hit right in my sister. Yeah, I just put it back black, but I piss. Yeah, been turned red, did it by the bus. Yeah, I ain't never give a fuck about the bitch. Everybody sitting outside, we'll catch you a lap, we'll lurk in the night. Yeah, the portable dudes that I walk with, the one in the red for the foot of my sprite. Yeah, all of my diamonds shining, got new check from Melly, don't take comments off. Yeah, every time I pull up, I'm just stuck in my day like this shit was a prize.